In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You're advised that any views expressed by the hosts or their guests are not necessarily the views of Tuggy Entertainment or its partners. It's time for Success Profiles Radio with your host, Brian K. Wright, here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Have you ever wondered if there's more to life than you're currently living? Then Success Profiles Radio is the program for you. Every week, we'll explore different aspects of success and how to apply them to your life. Guests will come from many different backgrounds, including expertise in leadership, business, relationships, careers, networking, health, overcoming adversity, and much more. Every show is a dose of inspiration. This is Success Profiles Radio on the Rockstar Radio Network. And now, here's your host, Brian K. Wright. Hello, and welcome to Success Profiles Radio. I'm your host, Brian K. Wright, and it is a pleasure to be here with you today. I'm honored that you chose to spend part of your day with me here, and this is going to be a really fantastic show. I'll be introducing my guest shortly, and I promise this will be a fun and informative hour. It's going to be great. I do want to take a minute or two to share some things I've been learning and thinking about lately, and I'll do this every week. One of my favorite books that I've read is called The Secret by Rhonda Byrne. It came out a few years ago, and it's about the law of attraction. Basically, the premise behind the law of attraction is that like attracts like. We tend to attract things in our life that we think about. And if we believe great things will happen to us, then eventually that has to happen. If we think that bad things are always going to keep happening to us, then that is what we attract. There's a process that the author spends time talking about, and it involves Asking, believing, and receiving. In other words, knowing what you want, knowing and believing that it will manifest itself for you, then being open to letting it happen for you. Of course, none of that is possible unless you're willing to take massive action to move your dreams and aspirations in the right direction. And with all of this in mind, I do want to introduce my guest, who has been known to take lots of massive action to accomplish great things. Before I forget, let me give you the call-in number in in case you'd like to call in and participate in today's discussion. That number is 866-404-6519. Once again, that is 866-404-6519. My guest this week is Craig Doeswalt, and before I bring him on, let me tell you just a little bit about him. Craig Doeswalt is the creator of the Rockstar System for Success, How to Achieve Rockstar Status in Your Industry. His background includes touring with Guns N' Roses as Axl Rose's personal manager and Air Supply as the band's personal assistant. When Craig speaks to audiences, he shares numerous stories of his days with Guns N' Roses and Air Supply and behind-the-scenes encounters with some of the biggest names in entertainment, people like Bono, U2, Metallica, Queen, Kurt Cobain, Steven Tyler, Liz Taylor, Liza Minnelli, George Michael, David Bowie, Robert Plant, Elton John, and so many more. They're just way too many to even list right now. Craig is also an award-winning copywriter, working as a creative director for a Los Angeles-based ad agency until opening up his own award-winning ad agency, and Craig has combined his backgrounds in both music and marketing and is now a professional speaker and author promoting his rock star system for success all over the country teaching entrepreneurs small businesses home-based businesses and self-employed people how to promote themselves in their business by thinking outside the box at his four-day rock star marketing boot camps which he holds twice a year in los angeles craig are you there i couldn't have said all that better myself brian well thank you i appreciate that <laughs> you're you've got a very impressive background and that's one one of the reasons why I wanted to bring you on, because I believe that you will add a lot of value for our audience today. Um, well, that's a pretty extensive. So. Yeah, <laughs> that's a. 
pretty extensive biography. Uh, I definitely would like to explore that. Tell us a little bit about your background and how this even got started. I mean, how did you get from, from I mean, where did you start and how did you get to all of that? Well, I was, uh, interesting, I went to college for, um, I was trying to be a zoology major in college because I loved animals and I thought I wanted to be a zoologist. And I got to college and I found out in the first semester that, that wasn't going to pay the bills. So I switched over to a business degree, and I got a marketing degree from college. But while I was in college, I took a lot of theater courses, and I became an actor. So I was in a lot of school, uh, college plays and musicals and all that. So I did all that. And after college, I decided I wanted to become an actor, and I wanted to at least stay in that field. So I got a job at the Westbury Music Fair in Long Island, New York. It was a 3,000-seat uh, in-the-round theater on Long Island, and and I got a job there figuring if I at least stay in the theater business, meet some people, I might be able to become an actor that way. And it was really funny. One of the first shows that came in there right after I graduated college was The Sound of Music with Theodore Bikel and Roberta Peters, two old timers. And um, I kind of somehow ended up in the show. I played a Nazi sol soldier. Not that that's great or anything, but uh -huh. I was on stage with Theodore Bikel and Roberta Peters, and we that's did great. The Sound of Music for two weeks and uh, so I was in my realm I was like everything was uh, you know I'm, I got an equity card because of that show because it was an equity play and, and everything was great because I was doing something in the field that I wanted to pursue but what happened was the next week after that Air Supply came into town and they did two shows on a Friday night and a Saturday night the Friday night show I actually worked and Saturday night I was not scheduled to work but Saturday night so Friday night I worked the show and I'm backstage and my job is to get them drained make sure they're happy, bring towels to them on stage, take them to and from the sound check to the hotel, that kind of stuff. I was a gopher. The second night, I was not scheduled to work, but my mom wanted to go see Air Supply because she liked them. So she said, can you take me to the show? So I said yes, and I took my mom and her friend to the show, and while they were in the audience, I went backstage again and just hung out because I worked there, and they let me backstage. And then, once again, I wasn't working that night, but I got drinks for them because I had formed some sort of a an acquaintance with the band. Well, that night, some big man comes up to me and he says, how would, how, well, you were the guy that was working here last night. And I said, yes, I was. He goes, how much do you make a week here? I said, about $150 a week. Why? He goes, how would you like to quadruple that? And like so many things went through my mind, like what does he want me to do for $600 a week? But I said yes, and to make a long story short, the next day there was a uh, limousine waiting for me at my house, took me to JFK Airport, put me in a Learjet to Wallingford, Connecticut, and I toured with Air Supply for six years. So, wow. yeah, it was pretty incredible. And I teach now in my Rockstar Marketing Boot Camps, always do your best just in case someone is watching. And with the Internet and with things that go on, it's a very fast world right now, you know, people are watching all the time. So you always got to be positive energy, high energy, you know, always a positive attitude. And that's the way I've become very successful as a speaker in a very short period of time because I show up. I'm very excited to be there. I have a passion for everything that I do. And it all started with my days with Air Supply. And then I got a job with Guns N' Roses because the security guard for Air Supply somehow became the manager of Guns N' Roses, and when he was looking for someone to take care of Axel, he thought of me because Axel needed someone with a positive outlook because Axel had issues. <laughs> right, right. So, uh, so I toured with uh, Guns N' Roses for a while, and <laughs> wow. that's how it all started. 
Wow, that's fantastic. I mean, showing up is is really half the battle, and, and showing up on time and even showing up early. It um, is huge. Absolutely. It is. You know, I, I remember. Doing, I do these rock star marketing boot camps every March and September in Los Angeles, and the last couple that I've had, I've been kind of lax a little on like when people come back in the room from the break, and we don't start exactly on time, and and it just sets people up for failure. So I've made a conscious effort for this next boot camp in two months from now. We're really going to stick to time, and then time is, is very going to be very organized. It's just like, you know, I always tell people, get rid of the clutter in your life, yeah. and, and it starts with that. You know, you, you were right. You know, get there on time. Get there early. Be prepared. Be present whenever you're there. Exactly. I remember my high school band teacher would always say, if you're earlier on time, and if you're on time, you're late. And I, I've, exactly. I've never forgotten that. Yeah, I love that. That's great. Yeah, I've never, ever forgotten that. I am chronically early for everything. <laughs> well, and, I, I wouldn't say I'm chronically that. early, but I, I do show up, and I'm at least on time. But I am, I've gotten to the point now because I have kids, and you know, uh, we have three young kids that we, you know, we have to be early for their football games and their golf matches and all that stuff. But, and if you're not on time or early, if you're not early, then you, you're right. You are late if you're not early. So I, I try to get there early, and I try to – and it's mostly being present too. You know, yes. it's uh, being like not only present, but not being there, but actually being uh, like like the secret you talked about. Just yeah. being uh, be, being able to accept the law of attraction. You know, be there, be present. Yeah, be in the moment. Know be what you moment. want and and go yeah. for it. And a yeah. lot of people don't know what they want, which is a total shame. But yeah. uh, you don't get to where you want if you don't know what you want. Um, right. I tell you what. I mean, the fact that you brought up Axl Rose is really. interesting. Interesting to me because, and, and we've talked about this, my favorite artist is Elton John. And ah. I remember watching the Freddie Mercury tribute concert on television uh, after he passed away. There was an all-star tribute to Freddie Mercury. Oh, well, I was there, man. You were there. I was there. Yeah, Elton John and Axl Rose performed The Show Must Go On, which is one of my favorite Queen songs. And so I thought, wow, this is a really interesting song choice for the two of them. But, uh, yeah, you were there. You were probably backstage, weren't you? Were you with Axl at that time? I hung out with Elton John. Elton John was one of my favorites, and and Axl, too. He loves Elton John. So I had met met Elton John at the MTV Awards prior to that. Uh, Axl and Slash did November Rain together, a Guns N' Roses song. Uh, I mean, Axl and Elton did a November Rain song at the MTV. TV awards once, and then they performed. I think they performed actually Bohemian Rhapsody. Wow! At at, uh, at the um, at the Freddie Mercury tribute, and that was just an incredible day. I always tell people on stage. I always say this: it was the most, it was the greatest day of my life. And then I correct myself on purpose as a speaker for effect, and say actually it right. was the fifth best day of my life because I got married, and then I had three kids, and then yes. that. <laughs> Wow. But it was, it was an incredible, uh, I mean, I'm a huge Queen fan, they're my favorite uh, band of all time, and uh, that that event was just, uh, I mean, all the rock stars, no one had any egos that day, everyone was just like taking pictures of everybody, and it was mm-hmm. just a, a family that day, and it was really, really cool, and I, I got to become really good friends with Brian May, the guitarist for Queen, yes. who actually um, is a good friend of mine to this day, which is interesting. That's great. I'll tell you what. I mean, Freddie Mercury uh, held command of his audience like no performer I have ever seen in my life. It's just phenomenal. And if if, if you've not seen Queen perform live, I've never seen them perform live, but I love YouTube. Um, (laughs) Live Aid was, I think, their pinnacle moment. Well, you know, that in, in the industry, that is touted 
in, in, in the inner circles, the, the thing that I toured with for like 10 years, the inner circles of the industry, people say that the Queen performance at Live Aid is the best live performance in the history of the world. Absolutely, and if you've yeah. not seen that, you should. Um, if you're on, if you ever go onto YouTube, uh, search for Queen Live Aid performance, and uh, it's broken up into four or five different videos. It's a 22 minute show. That their part was 22 minutes. It was absolutely fantastic. That's wonderful. I, I enjoy you know, listening and, and to all these also, um, uh For Freddie Mercury, for anyone to be able mm -hmm. to command 80,000 to 100,000 people, like the mm -hmm. back row was dancing. That's and wonderful. They're like so far away. It was just incredible. That's great. We are coming up on a break, and uh, we'll be right back on the other side. This is Success Profiles Radio. The mission is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio, and we'll be back with more right after these on the Rockstar Radio Network. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for you to be a rock star. Get ready to rock with Rock Talk and Craig Deswalt and learn how to achieve rock star status in your industry every Tuesday afternoon at 2, 1 central on Toginet.com. Craig Deswalt is the creator of the Rock Star System for Success. Craig will share easy tips and strategies on how entrepreneurs and businesses can use outside-the-box marketing strategies to stand out from the competition. Each high-energy show will feature interviews with celebrity rock stars as well as business rock stars. For more on Craig, the show, and the Rockstar Marketing Boot Camps, check out the website, CraigDuswalt.com, so you can learn how to be perceived as an expert and celebrity in your field, so more people come to you to buy your services and products. Then, get ready to be a rock star with Rock Talk and Craig Duswalt. Tuesday afternoons at 2, 1 central on Tugginet.com. Thursday nights, get ready for the Read My Lips Tips for Success radio show with your host, Linnea Millette, at 11, 10 central on Tugginet.com. What are the Read My Lips Tips for Success? Well, it's spelled out like this. R. Realize it is possible. E. Embrace all relationships. A. Advance through adversity. D. Develop your significance. M. Manage your health and wealth. Y. Yield to your natural abilities. L. Listen to your heart. I. Invest in yourself. P. Persist by taking small steps. And S. Serve others. Each week on the show, you'll find a safe haven whereby tips, insights, and strategies are shared by Linnea and her guests. Go to Linnea's website, readmylipstips.com. Then join us Thursday nights at 11, 10 p.m. Central for the Read My Lips Tips for Success radio show with your host, Linnea Millette on toginet.com. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio on the Rockstar Radio Network. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. Hello, and we are back. This is Success Profiles Radio, and we are with my very special guest today, Craig Duswalt. Um, I want to give the call-in number one more time. If you'd like to call in and talk to Craig, ask him uh, about stories on the road or ask him about any of the stuff that we're going to be talking about with him today, that number is 866-404-6519. 
Once again, that's 866-404-6519. And uh, we've been talking to Craig about some of his stories uh, as a personal manager to uh, Air Supply and to Guns N' Roses, uh, specifically Axl Rose. And you used these experiences, Craig, to create your rock star system for success. Can you tell us about that? I can, but I just want to say your lead-in song, Jane, that's my favorite song of all time. Is it really? (laughs) I love that song. That's great, because when I put this show together, they asked me to uh, put together three song choices, and they used the two that I picked, so I was really happy. Oh, that's great. Love that song. Yeah, it's a Um, great song. So Rockstar System for Success was born because I toured with, it was really interesting, I'll go back to where it was born. I was America's shoestring budget coach for about six months, and I I worked at an an advertising agency in Los Angeles after touring with Guns N' Roses. I was a creative director for an advertising agency in Los Angeles, and was making very good money and doing very, very well in the advertising marketing world. And then um, my wife, Natasha, was diagnosed with Hodgkin's lymphoma cancer, and she's totally fine now, totally in remission, five years, so we're very, very happy, but back in 2006, I had given up my ad um, I had worked for an ad agency and then I decided to open my own advertising agency and at the same time my wife opened up her own modeling agency so back in 2006 we both owned businesses but we were going like really really crazy because both of us were working our own businesses so like we never saw each other and it was just horrible so I decided to give up green room design and advertising because I saw the writing on the wall that the internet was taking over advertising and the advertising world was totally changing, but the modeling world was doing very well. So we focused on peak models and talent, the modeling agency, but then she got cancer and you start going down that dark, horrible road, like what if she doesn't make it? And it was just this awful time. But um, I decided that, you know, I didn't have a passion for the modeling agency. That was her business. And I was helping with the corporate stuff and the marketing, but it wasn't my passion. So I accidentally, I went to lunch with a friend of mine and I accidentally walked into a room where a seminar was taking place and it was talking about how to become a speaker. And that day in 2006, I decided, you know what, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to be a speaker because I had an acting background. I was used to marketing and doing presentations, and I had done some speaking on the side, but I I really embraced this thing, and I wrote these four books in nine weeks, and I really jumped in head first. Well, I became America's shoestring budget coach, but then I went to a mastermind group, and I always believe people, you need to have a mastermind group, and you need to be with a mentor, someone to show you what you can't see, which is right right in front of your face. I'm this marketing expert. I'm the guy that people pay to do $10,000 ads, but I couldn't see what was obvious for myself because I was too close to it. So I became America's shoestring budget coach, and I was going to save people a ton of money on marketing and advertising, and I went to a mastermind group, and everyone's like, that sounds great and everything, but why are you not incorporating music in your brand? And I'm like, now I look back on it like, duh. I mean, that would be you know obvious. So I did that, and I came up with the Rockstar System for Success, How to Achieve Rockstar Status in Your industry and three and a half years later I do these large boot camps every March and September and I speak almost every weekend somewhere in America simply because I came up with a brand that I believed in and was me because I have such a rock star background now I know I'm not a rock star but I teach people how to become rock stars wow. so it's, it's been very 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 powerful that's that's great uh, I would imagine uh, it, I mean running businesses will 
like you have, I mean, that's a, a great brand and, and it sounds like your system is fantastic. How do you stand out from the competition? I don't know if there's any competition in what you're really doing now, but certainly with the ad agency and with modeling, I would imagine there's a lot of competition. Well, there How is, do you... well as a speaker, there's tons of competition. I mean, uh, that's true. You know, you know, there are so many marketing speakers out there okay. that, that, you know, I mean, oh my gosh, there's like 10,000, you know, there's so many. Okay. But the thing is, it, it's all in the brand. And this is what I teach at my boot camps. Like, you can, like, there's so many people that call themselves a life coach. And that's fine and dandy, but you need to tell people what kind of life coach are you or what, what your background is. So, Will I be able to work with someone like you? So you got to be just more specific, and that's what I did. Uh, instead of just America's shoestring budget coach, and I was teaching people how to save, uh, teaching people about marketing, which is what everyone does. Mm-hmm. I just put the word rock star in front of marketing, and now all of a sudden it's very specific because most people want to be rock stars in their industry. Just a metaphor of what you know what. It is to be the best in your industry. And as soon as I did that, I stood out from the competition. And I don't do, when I guest speak, I don't do what everyone else does. I don't get up on stage and just talk. I use um, video. I use music, obviously. And I I have a lot of fun with the crowd. And I play Name That Tune with the crowd, where they guess the name of the song and the name of the band. And it just gives everybody just like so much more energy that now their brains are wide open to learn. So everyone wants me on their stage because I bring a lot of energy to the event and a lot of music and fun, but at the same time, they're walking out with a lot of content. And, and everyone has just said, you know, everyone that sees me, they're like, oh, I've got to have you on my stage. My best marketing is going out there and speaking. And most people don't, you know, everyone markets on the Internet, and don't get me wrong, you have to market on the Internet, but you also have to go and show up like you was saying before, you have to show up and do something so people can see what you can do so they can then hire you as well. So standing out for me is just literally showing up and being different than everyone. I studied speakers and I studied what they do and I tried to do everything totally different than they did. And that's what you, that, that's rockstar marketing. Do things totally different than everyone else does things. Well, that's yeah. That's that's actually a really smart principle. I mean, you touched on something that that I want to to go to. Uh, as a speaker, you went to the marketers and learned how to market your business. A lot of people might intuitively think, well, if I want to be a successful speaker, I should study other speakers. But there's the stuff behind the stuff. I mean, they yeah. became successful for the for a reason. So figuring out what those reasons are really is the core at how you become successful. And it sounds like you you went the right way. And you know what else? You know, you studied I, I marketers. Believe, that's right. Yep. And I still believe that you have to model other successful businesses as well. So I'm not saying that you shouldn't uh, look at successful people in your industry. In fact, I do that. You know, I go to, you know, I've seen Brian Tracy, Brendan Bouchard, James Malinchak, Tom Antion, all these other people that I went to their type of seminars, uh, you know, T. Harv Eckers, seminars, Peak Potentials, all those. And I look how it's done there and I model after that, but then I make it my own. And as soon as you make it your own, then you have a passion for it. Like when I was starting out, I was America's shoestring budget coach because I, I thought and I was told, well, you got to dress in a suit and tie and you have to go up on stage and you got to do these certain things. And I felt so uncomfortable on stage. And as soon as I switched over to rock star marketing and I was able to dress the way I dress every day when I go out and be 
in the ripped jeans and the rock and roll shirt and the, the wild jacket, I felt more comfortable in my body, and then I was able to exude more passion on stage because I was just being me. And, you know, I, I come from an acting background. They always say, you know, you can give the same exact monologue to two different actors, and they'll do it two totally different ways. Even if you give them the same direction, they'll do it totally differently. And that's what you have to do. You have to find out who you are as a speaker, model somebody else, but then find out who you are and make sure that you have passion when you're doing what you're doing. And that's exactly what I did. And it's so easy to do, and so many people try to make it so much harder than it really is. You know, yeah. they, they try to think too deep. And I'm like, this yeah. isn't rocket science system for success. It's rock star system. Right. Just get up there and be yourself. Exactly. I mean, it is entirely possible to overthink something. Yeah. And sometimes when you start overthinking things, you become paralyzed and then you do nothing at all. Oh, that is the biggest thing that I'm, I, that I, I'm up against. Everyone, like I have, I have, I had a long time ago, some coaching clients that it took two years for them to come up with their logo because they were so like, oh, they wanted the logo perfect. I'm like, are you serious? Stop with the logo. Who cares about the logo? Just get out there and do something and you'll probably change the logo when you find out what people really want. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah, I mean, because you can you can spend so much time being what most people like to call a perfectionist, oh, yeah. and they're they're really in, in the truest sense of the word. There's there's no such thing. Nope. I mean, only one actually walked on water, right? That's right, my friend. <laughs> That's right. Well, definitely. Um, I tried to be a perfectionist, but it just wasn't working for me. <laughs> yeah, I understand, and and that's something that I uh, I tend to you know I battle against that too. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you what, I want to, I'm going to give the call-in number one more time. It's 866-404-6519 if you want to talk to Craig Doeswalt. It's 866-404-6519. So, so let me just ask you something. We've got a couple minutes here before our next break. You used to be the shoestring budget guy, which you alluded to, and, of course, now you've got a very successful brand as a rock star. Um, why do you think that title was so key to your self-promotion? I know you touched on that a little bit. Yeah, and it's just because that's who I was. I mean, if, I, if I'm doing – I mean, what's my background? My background was touring with Guns N' Roses and Air Supply, and all of a sudden I'm America's shoestring budget coach. It didn't make any sense. Like right. I'm trying to save people money, yet I lived like a rock star. So I just tell people, you have to do what's in your background. And, and, and everyone says, well, I don't have an exciting background like you do. You toured with Guns N' Roses. I never toured with Guns N' Roses. And then I bring up this. There's a company called Fisker Scissors. And, Brian, would you and I agree that scissors are a pretty boring product? I mean, it's just sure. a pair of scissors, right? So right. Fisker Scissors, boring product, but they found a way to make their product exciting. And they have a community of people called Fisketeers that love Fisker Scissors, and they have these conventions and trade shows about Fisker Scissors, and they're all called Fisketeers, and all of a sudden this boring little project product is now an exciting thing for people to use Fisker Scissors. So there's always something in someone's background, in anyone's background, that makes them stand out from everyone else. It's just a matter of finding that very interesting story that's inherent, and sometimes you have to uh, look outside yourself and, and talk to other people. You mentioned you know, having a mentor, and that's all very important. We are coming up against a break here very shortly. Um, when we do come back, we will discuss uh, uh, something else that, that Craig has done, and he is an author, and he's written a lot of books in a very short amount of time. We will explore that right on the other side. This is Success Profiles Radio.
The mission is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio, and we'll be back with more right after these on the Rockstar Radio Network. Join the Keemer Twins, Melody and Marilyn, for Double Trouble Talk Radio every Tuesday night at 9 Central, 7 Pacific on Toginet.com. They're authors, speakers, entertainers, coaches, and the creators of the Double Trouble Transformation System for Success. As much as anybody else, oh yeah. Each highly energized show will feature interviews with celebrities, small business owners, corporate leaders, entrepreneurs, and other special guests sharing valuable insights. You'll learn how successful leaders use doubly effective communication techniques to dramatically increase sales, increase customer retention, increase productivity, and improve employee attitudes. For more on what the twins are up to, check out their website, KeemerTwins.com. Then join the Keemer Twins, Melody and Marilyn, every Tuesday night at 9 Central, 7 Pacific, on Toginet.com for Double Trouble Talk Radio. Okay. You're on, girls. Booyah! That's the word uttered when you know you have the upper hand. Or you're the winner. Well, now, we have the Booyah Radio Hour with Martin Brassi. Tuesdays at 9, 8 Central on Toginet.com. Martin's show is all about helping speakers and authors find their niche create their brand, and achieve massive success. Each week, Martin will interview guests from around the world who have achieved tremendous success as speakers and authors. You'll find out who they are, what they do, and how you can follow in their footsteps to achieve incredible results. Guests will come from around the world of business, entertainment, finance, the arts, and sciences. Nothing is off topic. No subject too taboo. We'll share valuable information as well as huge laughs as we discover the ups and downs of being a successful speaker and author. The Booyah Radio Hour with Martin Pressy. Tuesdays at 9, 8 Central on Togedat.com. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio on the Rockstar Radio Network. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. Thank you. And once again, this is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest today is Craig Doeswalt. And we've been talking about uh, Craig's background in music and how he has created a rock star marketing brand. And he can show you how to be a rock star in your industry as well. Um, a lot of people are talking about a program that you do called How to Write a Small Book in 30 Days. And I know you mentioned a little earlier you've written, uh, there was a period of time where you wrote four books in nine weeks is that correct that is correct my friend how did you do that that's i have that's no insane. idea no i'm kidding <laughs> that know, is an I insane really, pace what that is an insane pace it is an insane pace but uh the story goes like this i went to that seminar that i was talking about uh to become a speaker and i decided that day i'm going to become a speaker and write these books but i had so much knowledge in my head already about the uh, industry about marketing because I, you know, 
came from a marketing background and was a creative director, owned my own ad agency. So everything was already in my head, and I teach people, write what you know. So if you write what you know, it's going to be much easier to write what you know because you don't have to do much research on it. I already know the stuff. So what I was doing was I was writing this 300, maybe 400-page marketing book. I, was, I wanted to write like the Bible of marketing. I just wanted to write an unbelievably great marketing book. But over a six-year period, I had written maybe 20 pages and I might be exaggerating, might have even been like 10 to 12 pages. So I went to this seminar, and he was holding up, uh, James Malachak was the seminar leader, he was holding up this small book, and it was like 64 pages, I think, or just a small little book, and he said, here's my new book, and I was looking at that book going, wow, all these people are so excited because there's a new book, and it's this tiny little book, and so the light bulb went off in my head, like, I don't have to write a big book, I'll just write smaller books. So, Chapter one was going to be for my marketing book was like how to market your business, marketing your small business on a shoestring budget. I had another chapter that was called creating wealth on a shoestring budget. I had outsourcing your life on a shoestring budget, outsourcing your small business on a shoestring budget, and I had other ones as well, other chapters. But what I did was, all I did was take the chapters and make them their own book. So I wrote these four 96-page books. Instead of writing a 300-page book, I wrote 96-page books and cut out all the fat and just made it like a tips book. Tip one, you do this. Tip two, you do that. Tip three, you do this. And if you do all these things, then you'll be mar- you will be marketing your small business on a shoestring budget. You're going to save a ton of money, yet still get the word out that you exist and that you're an expert and celebrity in your field. So basically, all I did was I wrote those four books in nine weeks, and then I... Everyone was asking me, every seminar I went to, how the heck did you write four books in nine weeks? And all I did was write down what I did, and I tailored it into a 30-day program. Because I wrote four books in nine weeks, so I easily was able to show them how to write one book in 30 days. So literally, day one, all you do is come up with the name of the book. That's all you do for day one. Day two, you come up with the subtitle. Day three, you come up with just the chapter names of the book. And it's become such a great system because I take the overwhelm away of writing a book because most people don't know where to start. Like, how do I start writing a book? But I actually have a system that shows people how to do this. And in the last two years, 133, and it might be more now, but I think I know of 133 people have written books using this. And these are non-authors. Right. So, um, so now I teach people how to write a book in 30 days and how to self-publish it. And I have a system that it's a three CD set and a 117 page action guide that actually walks people through this. And I truly believe that every business owner, every entrepreneur, anyone that wants, needs to promote their business or themselves, they have to write a book. It's the most important thing because if they do that, they all of a sudden immediately become an expert and celebrity in their field because their picture or their name is on the front of a book cover. That is an absolutely phenomenal idea, and I, I agree with you. I mean, I think if you're going to have a business, you need to find a way to write a book. And to a lot of people, they think, oh, I can't write. Oh, right. I failed English. That's such a big, daunting tax. But you really break it down in your system. It, 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 you know what? And the biggest myth I, I go over in my boot camps, I go over all the myths about writing. First of all, you do not have to be a great writer to write a book. In fact, the best writers for, I'm talking about fiction books, not novels, um, is if you just 
speak what you know. So as mm -hmm. a copywriter, for example, the best copy was sounded like not perfect English. It sounded like the way we speak. And that's why I was really good at writing that kind of copy where I was able to, it sounded like I was speaking to them. And that's what advertisers want. That's what marketing people want. They want to feel like I'm being spoken to. So I was really good at that. I am not an English major. I, I'm pretty good at English, but I'm certainly not a well-established uh, writer. But I'm able to write books because I'm just really speaking from my heart. I'm just speaking what I know, and I'm just putting it in words. And, and that's the best way to write. And most people get so overwhelmed, like you said, Everyone thinks that to be a writer of a book, you have to know perfect English, you have to know perfect grammar, you have to know perfect punctuation. First of all, you can get other people to do that. That's called an editor. So you right. write the book, and you could have an editor edit the book and make it look pretty. Or if you don't want to write, a book, write the book at all, give them the name of the book, the subtitle of the book, the chapter names, and some bullet points of the things you want to talk about in your book, and then give it mm -hmm. to a ghostwriter and let them write the book, and they won't take any credit for the book, and you'll get full credit, and tons of people do that as well. That's awesome. And, and something else that I have occasionally suggested to people, too, is if you want to write a book and you've got all this knowledge in your head, talk it out on a recorder and have someone right. transcribe the mess. That's right. And we, then we, we, you can organize it. Yep, and then so, and then you can organize it, right? We do that as well. You know, I I tell people carry a tape recorder wherever you go, and just because I come up with the best ideas for my book in the car, driving around town, and in the shower, and so I always have a tape recorder because apparently you're not allowed to write down and text while you're driving. That's not a good idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's so really incredible. A, yeah, yeah. Um, tape the book the book that I wrote is also a 96 page book, so I I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, that's a good number. I I bet. Yeah, I basically, you know, did the same thing. It's it's called Student Leadership Strategies: Twenty One Easy Ways to Become a Center of Influence in Your Group, and it's it's for the younger crowd too. I think leadership is is very important. And that's why I decided to put that book together. Um, Love it. Your your books are small. My book is pretty small. Uh, relatively speaking, it doesn't cost a whole lot to produce. Um, I heard once that you do something that that actually a lot of people would call pretty radical, but you hand out your books instead of business cards. I do. I you know what once. Again, stand out from your competition. So at all these networking events I go to, and, and I'm sure that you've been to, and I'm sure that everyone listening has been to, where people just go to networking events and we hand out cards. Oh, do you have a card? Here's my card. Here's, I mean, everyone is doing that. So I always thought, like, all I'm going to do now is start handing out books. So I, I'll stand in the corner of an event, and everyone's like, uh, someone comes up to me and says, hey, can I have your card? And I said, I don't have cards, but here, take my book. And what happens is someone close to that conversation hears, what, you're giving out books? And they walk over, uh, what is that? And I said, it's my book. Would you like one? They said, yeah, everyone wants a book. So I give out all these books, and all of a sudden I have a crowd of like 20 people around me because I'm giving out books, and they're asking me, why is it called Rockstar System for Success, And I'm, which is what I want them to ask. And I say, well, I used to tour with Guns N' Roses as uh, Axel's personal manager, and um, and air supply before that, and then I came up with this thing, and now I uh, am a motivational speaker, and I give boot camps every March and September in Los Angeles, and all of a sudden, they're going home and they sign up for my boot camp, because the law of reciprocity is I've done something for them. I've given them a book. I've given them a gift, and they're like so blown away that I actually handed out a free book. They go online to see who the heck is this guy giving out free books at, at a networking event. I want to see what he does, what 
what else he does, and they see that I put down that I put on events, and then they are signing up for my event. So it's a great way to stand out from the competition. Uh, don't do things that other people do, and get people to learn more about you. The book is really what the rock star system is, and people want to know more. Okay, this was the you know gist of it, but he has a four and a half day boot camp, and this book is only ninety six pages. He must be teaching something else as well, and and that is true. The book is the precursor for the boot camps. That's that's a really incredible story because I, it, and it makes a lot of sense, really. I mean, if yeah. you're a speaker and you're a writer, you're going to hand out a sample of what you do. Um, musicians hand out samples of their CDs when they're just starting out. Comedians hand out samples of, of right. their, their their albums or their comedy routines. You don't see Paul McCartney handing out a business card. <laughs> No, you don't. I always say the same thing. Bono and Axel. I hung out with those two guys a lot, especially Axel, obviously. And I've never seen Axel Rose hand out a business card and say, "Hey, we're having a concert at the Forum down the street. Do you want to go?" Right. <laughs> that happened. is awesome. <laughs> Let me give the call out. The call-in number is eight six six four zero four six five one nine. If you'd like to uh, enter the conversation with us, once again, that's eight six six four zero four six five one nine. Let me ask you something, uh, Craig. What exactly did publishing these books do for your speaking business? I'm, I'm sure it had an awful lot to do with your success. Yeah, I mean, and so immediately, you know, it's really funny. I, uh, the speaking, not only speaking, but just known as a celebrity or, or expert in your field, and I'll tell you what happened. The first book I wrote was called Marketing Your Small Business on a Shoestring Budget. I literally had the book in my hand for two days, and we put up a website, and, you know, marketingyoursmallbusiness.com, I think it was, and or shoestringbudget.com. I forget what it was. It was so long ago. Um, but I put this website up, and two days after the website up, two days after my book was in my hand, a casting director from Los Angeles called me up and said, um, hi, is this Craig Duzzle? And I said, yes. And she goes, um, rumor has it you're an expert in marketing your small business on a shoestring budget. Are you? And I said, where did you hear that? And she goes, I just went to your website and apparently you just wrote a book on that. And I said, yes, I am. I am an expert <laughs> on awesome. marketing your small business on a shooting budget. So she was a casting director for a television show, a reality television show, and they brought me in for a screen test that afternoon. Literally that afternoon, she said, "We have a screen. We want you to come in for a screen test. We think you might be right for a new reality TV show we're doing." To make a long story short, I was one of the two finalists. For my own reality TV show, I lost out to Bill Rancic. He won season one, I think it was, of Apprentice, and he ended up season one. Yes, what? Yeah, season one. Yeah, he won season season one. one. And so I, uh, I was one of the two finalists. But the story, the the lesson I learned was, just by writing my first book, marketing your small business on shoestring budget, I almost got my own reality TV show. It was called We Mean Business, and what it was was three people went into a small business every week and they tried to fix the business, and I would have been the marketing guy. But Bill Rancic won. But the fact that I almost got it simply because I wrote a book just really wakened me up to. as soon as you write a book and self-publish them and get them out, that's how you become a rock star. That is fantastic stuff, Craig. We are up against a break, and we will be right back on the other side. This is Success Profiles Radio. The mission is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. 
This is Success Profiles Radio, and we'll be back with more right after these on the Rockstar Radio Network. Are you powerless to stop making choices that hinder your happiness, your peace of mind, your sense of fulfillment, or success? Have your choices resulted in broken relationships, job losses, and financial chaos? Then be here for Strategies for Healing from Addictions with your host, Gary and Sharon Worrell. Monday mornings at 9 a.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. Strategies for Healing coaches and empowers and seeks to help people discover their goals and reach those goals quickly. Provide structure, tools, and perspective to help clients accomplish more in their lives. To encourage clients to think bigger and realize their full potential. Strategies for Healing endeavors to see each individual come to a place of purposeful living apart from addictions. Check out the website, strategiesforhealing.com. Then join us for Strategies for Healing from Addictions with your hosts, Gary and Sharon Worrell. Monday mornings at 9 a.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. Be listening for Healthline Radio with Dr. Alan H. Pressman. Mondays at 11 a.m. Eastern on the Rockstar Radio Network. Dr. Pressman is an author, certified nutritionist, educator, and researcher, and he'll be discussing health and wellness in a direct and dynamic style that encourages you not only to listen, but to take action to improve your well-being. His goal is to give you cutting-edge nutritional views. His focus is on cardiovascular health, neurological support, aging and digestive issues. Men's and women's health concerns are also covered, plus information you need to help manage your personal health and to start living a vibrant, abundant life. Healthline Radio has been on the air since 1974 with a huge listenership. It's time you turned into This Show Could Save Your Life. For more on the show, check out the doctor's website, drpressman.com. Then join us for Healthline Radio with Dr. Alan Pressman, Mondays at 11 a.m. Eastern on the Rockstar Radio Network. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio on the Rockstar Radio Network. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we are back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest is Craig Doeswalt. And Craig, it sounds like a lot of this happened pretty quickly because you had a system in place to facilitate your success. And you have come up with what you call the seven rock star rules. Is that right? I, I have, like, more of them now. But, yeah, there's seven. Um, I have, like, 4,872 now. But, no, I'm kidding. There's seven. <laughs> <laughs> yes, would you That's like great. to hear well, what they are? Can you tell us about are? some of those? Yeah. Yes, please. I'll, I'll right. whip through them really, really quick. And it's funny, uh, CNN, if anyone goes to CNN today, the number, the first one, uh, there's a big article about it on CNN. And the first rock star rule, in order to become successful immediately, is to get rid of the clutter. And everyone always talks about it, so it's not like I've come up with anything new here. Everyone talks about it, but it is just a rock star rule that I have. And most rock stars that I know, in fact, I would say all rock stars I know, are very, very organized. 
they people think they're like wild and crazy, which they are. Don't get me wrong, but they are very organized and they know exactly what's going on. They know their mission statement. They know everything, and their houses are immaculate. Now they probably have someone clean it for them, but you have to work in a space that is not crowded and is not cluttered. Otherwise, your mind cannot be free from clutter as well. So I teach that you have to remove the clutter. And CNN just did a whole article on today confirming that. But everyone talks about it, but no one does it. So before you become successful, the first thing you got to do is just have your office cleaned, your house cleaned, your basement cleaned, and your head cleaned, and just get rid of all the crap. And then that's the, that's the way your mind is now ready to embrace other things. And as soon as, as soon as you do that, it's amazing what happens. Number two is stop procrastinating. I always say the average human lives to about 78 years old. So subtract your age now from that, and that's about how many years you have left on this planet. And I started doing that, and I got really depressed really fast, and I said, wow, <laughs> I only got a couple of years left, so I better do something. So procrastination is just a horrible thing. People just need to just take action, do stuff, stop putting it off. You know, I have so many people coming to my March boot camp. There's like 472, and I'm starting to get a couple of emails saying, now these are people that signed up six months ago for my boot camp, and they're all of a sudden saying things like, oh, Craig, what's the next one? I can't really make March. I'm, I kind of got busy. They've been planning for six months, and all of a sudden they're procrastinating, putting it off until September, and they just keep putting it off, putting it off, putting it off. You just got to take action now and commit, uh, also like showing up. Uh, number three is bring music into your life. Obviously, I teach the Rockstar System. Bringing music into your life. My wife and I listen to our favorite music every morning. And when we do that, it puts us in a great mood for the day. It's amazing how music can change your state of being. It's, it's just if you play your favorite songs, it'll put you into a great state immediately. Number four is focus. Follow one course until successful. Um, uh, I have so many coaching clients, and the first question I ask people is, what do you want to do? <laughs> what do you want to be when you grow up? And everyone says, well, I want to do this. I, I currently do this. I want to do this. I should be doing this, but I have a passion for this. And so they all want to do a million things. But everyone, if you just do one thing and you do it really, really well and focus on it, then you'll be very successful. And that's what I did. All I do now is rock star marketing. I don't, I don't veer off in any other way anymore. Number five is go and tell no man. How many times have you come up with the greatest idea in the world and you've told your mother, your father, your brother, your sister, your aunt, or your uncle, and they've said, oh, it's either already been done before or you can't do that or come on, there's no way you're going to be able to pull that off. You don't have enough money and da, da, da. And then this passionate idea that you had just gets knocked down little by little by little and then you don't do it. Uh, number six is, so I always say go and tell no man. Do it. Research it yourself make sure it's a viable service or product, and then go for it. Number six is do something, then tell everyone how you did it. I always, this is like a coaching program. I always say, do something, like I, I wrote four books in nine weeks, and then I told everyone how I did it, which is my coaching program. So do something, then tell everyone how you did it. And number seven is schedule it. Schedule it means simply Say you're going to put on a seminar or say you're going to have a book done at a certain time and give yourself a deadline and tell the world that it will be done on this date. So you'll feel like an idiot if you don't get it done because everyone's waiting for it. For example, my first boot camp that I did, I told everybody I would have these products done by the boot camp and I didn't even have the products done in a month before the boot camp, but I said, I cannot go to this boot camp without products. So I had to sit down. My wife took the kids out of town for a couple of days and I sat down in a room 
and cranked out these products because I knew that I told the world that they would be there in like three weeks, so I had to get them done. So schedule everything and tell everyone about it. That's that's really awesome. That reminds me of when I was getting my book done. I had told a few people. I went to. I, I had uh, gone to a conference. It was a James Malinchak conference. All right. And and I had said to a few people, my book will be done before his next event, which was only three months down the road. Right. Well, I knew that as that deadline was coming, I was calculating how much time the printer was going to need, and I started editing, and I spent a whole week just editing, you know, and I would, you know, do a, an edit of the entire book like every other day. So I went through four complete edits, and by the time it was done, there were still a handful of mistakes. But you know what? Done is better than perfect, and that speaks to the procrastination thing that you talked oh, about, absolutely. the perfectionism thing. Yeah. Done is better than perfect. Get I it love done. That. And you can fix it later if you decide to redo it or have a second edition of the book. But done is better than perfect. Uh, not, not even in the same ballpark as <laughs> perfect. Yeah. It is, it, you, you are, uh, like, so, so right. And that's the problem with a lot of people. They try to make it perfect. First of all, I've known tons of books, like published books, where there's an error or two or three in the book. That's oh, yeah. just life. And you know what's funny? Um, you speak of James Malinchak. He told the story. He actually had a book once that they left off like a whole sentence. Like a whole sentence yeah. was missing. And in all the years, he had never heard back and of anyone saying, you know, in your book, page 27, no one cares. You know, they just read on and it's fine. And yeah. so if, if people can start understanding that, then they'll be willing to just let it go. You're right. Absolutely. Just let it go. It's better done than perfect. That's absolutely true. Let's switch gears a little bit and talk about joint ventures, because I know that in the world of rock and roll, they use joint ventures all the time. Tours are sponsored. People bring companies together to reach an audience. How does yeah. joint ventures work for you in your career? Craig? Well, it's really interesting. When I first started, uh, they were working really well, but now I've gotten to the point where I am so focused on the rock star brand, I am limited in my joint ventures. I do have sponsors for my event, and you need that, but a lot of times... Like people now want to join venture with me, but I'm very careful of who I join venture with because everyone now wants to be on yeah. my um, on my stage or or promoting my stuff. But I can't fit everyone in. But if you have right. a mission statement and you have a vision of exactly who you want to be, then when someone comes up to you and says, "I would like to join venture with you on this project," you'll know yes or no immediately whether that fits into what you want to do. I always tell the story, you know, rock stars always alluded to it. Rock stars uh, joint venture all the time. They do duets. You know, the best joint venture I ever saw was Bing Crosby and David Bowie. Yes. Two people from two totally different worlds got together and sang Drummer Boy one year for a Christmas uh, album or something. Yeah. And it was, I could just imagine the marketing people saying, you know, we need, uh, David Bowie needs more fans, Bing Crosby needs more fans, let's cross promote. And we'll get these two totally different genres together. And it was genius. And now they both tapped into each other's database. And that's what the object is here. Tap into someone else's database that is uh, is in, in in the same ballpark of what you do, and if it aligns with what you do, then yeah, joint venture with them. Uh, have an affiliate program. We teach all about affiliate programming and marketing in the boot camps, and you know, get just signing up for a bunch of affiliates and then recommending them to other people, and that's that's how you start in the info marketing world and the internet marketing, and it's yeah. very very powerful, and it's it's the make money while you sleep program. 
Wow, that's fantastic. I mean, when you talk about, you know, Bing Crosby and uh, David Bowie, I, I see that video every time at Christmas, and I think, how did these two get together? Know, right? <laughs> it's a little bit like when Michael Jackson was working on his Thriller album, and he was putting the song Beat It together, and he got Eddie Van Halen to play the guitar solo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and a lot of the Eddie Van Halen people were thinking, well, really? What? <laughs> <laughs> why, like, why? 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 Yeah. Exactly, but two completely different yep. uh, fields of music, and that cross-promotion was absolutely brilliant. We just have a few minutes left. I know that you do focus on helping entrepreneurs, home-based businesses, self-employed people, small businesses, market their business. In this economy, it, it seems like it's really difficult to come up with a lot of money to put, your, to put your budget together and to advertise. What exactly do you do to help them um, advertise with very little money? I know you talked about the whole shoestring budget concept. Yeah, Teach the shoestring budget, but I incorporate it in my rock star world too because let's face it, you know, things are going on right now where people need to save money. And this is a really long answer, but I'll give you the really short version because I know we're short okay. of time. Right. It's, and it's basically all about social networking. People just have to go on Facebook and use it as a business tool. They have to go on Twitter, YouTube. They need to do videos. And yes. I go to chat rooms all the time and I call, talk about the Kansas City Chiefs and Guns and Roses and Air Supply and interact with like minded people and then you get to be friends with them and you get to trust each other and then eventually they say what do you do now and I say I teach these rock star marketing boot camps every March and September in Los Angeles and they sign up because we trust each other and we formed a relationship so use social networking for businesses and most people are so afraid to do that because they think things are going to be stolen and you just got to be careful but yes. you got to use social networking it's not going away that's fantastic. And I know we are coming up on the end here in about a minute and a half or so. You have a really huge event coming to Los Angeles, your rock star marketing uh, boot camp, which you alluded I to earlier, do. where you teach all of these principles and much more in a four-day span. Tell us a little bit about that. It's uh, four and a half days now. It starts Wednesday night, all day Thursday, all day Friday, all day Saturday, and Sunday uh, through the afternoon. It's at the Sheraton Gateway LAX in Los Angeles, and it's called the Rockstar Marketing Boot Camp, and we have an unbelievable lineup this year. But if you want to find out more information, go to craigdoeswalt.com or rockstarmarketingbootcamp.com, and if they sign up and they put the word rockstar in the coupon code, they'll save $500. So instead of 997 a person, it'll be 497 per person if they enter the word rockstar in the coupon coupon code at craigdoeswalt.com or rockstarmarketingbootcamp.com. That is fantastic. Craig, I have so enjoyed having you on Success Profiles Radio this week. We've learned a lot. We've told a lot of great stories. We are coming up on the end. Again, check out Craig's event. It's it's a fanta it's going to be a fantastic event. You're going to be there, right, Brian? Yes, I will be there. All right. I, pl I plan on being there. I have to experience I have to experience this. You have to go. <laughs> we are at the end of the show. Thank you so much, Craig, for being on our show. And thank you all of you for listening to uh, Success Profiles Radio. I'm your host, Brian K. Wright. Until next week, please join us again on Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. Until then, you have a fantastic week. And uh, go get it. You know what you need to do? Just go get it. Don't thank you for being a part of Success Profiles Radio. Don't let life stop you. Radio. Take care, everyone. With your host, Goodbye. Brian K. Wright, here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Each week. 